bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. And we are kind of cloudy today, overcast, but that's all right. It keeps it kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? Got the usual stuff in the week. Got the Monday game, which I'll probably tell you a little bit about later on. And we got, uh, let's see. Actually, I'll, yeah. Well, you know, I'm thinking about random encounter tables and what you can do with them and how they can help you with coming up with an adventure. I may have examples. I don't know. But we'll talk about that after this. Anyway, random encounter tables. Now, everybody's seen them in the books. I like to take the generic ones out of a rule book, like, say, D&D or something like that, and see what I can do to manipulate them. What I mean is, and I'm talking, what I mean is trying to look at what's on there and see if it sparks an idea for an adventure or a possible adventure. Let me explain. I'm, first of all, I'm just, I'm not dealing with like city random encounters, although they're, they are within the realm of possibility. In fact, yeah, let's throw in city random encounters, but I was mostly thinking of wilderness and dungeon. Well, not so much dungeon, but yeah, dungeon encounters. I just, I can't, I just can't leave anything out. So what I'm saying is you take a, your regular, all random encounter. Let me pull the... DMG out of here. First edition DMG. And look at ye old random encounter tables for a certain section. If I can find it here. Okay, here we go. Here's, I think I got something here. Put the old specs on, it's even better. Alright, I'm just looking at a wilderness table here. Now, they do percentiles in... A uninhabited wilderness area, different different terrains, plains, scrub, forest, rough, etc., etc., etc. Let's see. I've got a percentage here of. Let's see what I got. Oh, there's a there's an ape and baboon, black bears going on, uh, herd animals going da 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 da, lycanthrop, tiger, and just mark these as thinking this could be a great start of an adventure. Now, what I'm thinking of doing this for is sandboxes. I like sandboxes. And if you don't have an idea for an adventure, let these suggest it. Or rather, let the characters suggest it by interacting with these things when they come up. Say you got, I got one here, men nomad, men tribesmen. And uh, rock, scorpion, mark those. I'm not saying literally, well, you can, but I don't want to do it in this nice book. But, you know, if you've got something like this in your game system, mark it as saying, ooh, something can happen here. And of course, something can happen here. You can have an encounter. So if you do like men, tribesmen, why are they here? What are they doing? I mean, this is the kind of thing, this is like this is like GM 101, but I, I mean, it, I think it bears repeating in this. But what I'm saying is, have you ever gone into a game, I should have said this the first, with nothing in mind except the sandbox? And 
let the random encounter tables do their thing. Now, what I would do is to mark the ones that have the most potential for an adventure in your brain. And then I would roll them. Let the, let the characters wander. Let, let them go. If they want to stay in the city, fine. If they want to wander around, fine. But just let them wander. And if they roll, if say every third encounter, whether you mark them or not, every third random encounter, it's going to be something that may be able to kick it off, kick off a plot. And if they roll one that you marked, you can start. You can you can start from there. Oh, they rolled the tribesman, or be, better yet, they rolled a lycanthrope. Okay, they run into a lycanthrope. Now, if if it's not one of the roles you're using, they just fight the lycanthrope and go on. If it's something that you marked, you may have a say a pack of lycanthropes there. What are they doing there? Are they on the hunt? Maybe they're in human form. Maybe they're just wandering to see what kind of trouble they can get into. Soon something like a werewolf or something like that. Also depends on what kind of lycanthropes they are too. I mean, if they're werebears, they're probably if if it's in a forest area, they're probably helping protect the forest. Or maybe they're just on an errand or something like that. And that could lead into other things, because these things. This this is the one of the ways to think about it. Always think of, I'm not going to say always, I love random encounter tables, but always think of random encounter tables as an opportunity, not something you have to do. They're going to fight it. Think of it as an opportunity. Because, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm learned to think on my feet, but I'm still not the fastest thinker in the world. But I have, if I have something like this in front of me, looking at the chart, I can, I can do it better. I can. I can come up with something better. How about in a dungeon? Okay, let's find a random encounter, random, random uh, dungeon encounter tables here. That's what we got. We got wilderness areas. Uh, let's find the uh, encounter encounter tables for dungeons. Okay, monsters. Random monster encounters. Ra- dungeon random monster encounters. Okay, depending on what level you're on, monster one, two, three, four. Um, okay, say you're in the first level, and they just go down there because they found it, or they they were heading there to see. It, this is kind of a generic. It's just like they're not in anything particular. They just happen to wander into the area and find this hole in the ground or something like that, and they go in there, and so you start rolling random encounters as they're going through the rooms. Now, dealing with the dungeon rooms and stuff and traps and all that other stuff, that's another story. That That's not something I want to talk about right now. I want to talk about encounters. What I mean is they give you, say, I'm looking at the chart from the first edition DMG. Monster level one, they give you a dice score, which is percentile, creature encountered, and numbers. How many you're going to find what kind of numbers of these monsters are you going to find? Now, it doesn't have to be percentile. It could be a D10 roll. It could be a D20 roll. It could be some other roll. But what do we have here? There's a badger. Badgers are fun. And they are, they, they may have a, and make it a giant badger. 
or something like that. Now they're going to fight it? Okay, fine. They're going to fight it. They're going to kill it. Say they gut it. They Say they find something in his stomach that leads them to something else. Say they find a partially, uh, partially destroyed, be it in the stomach, map of the area with this mark saying, beware of X. And X can be, you know, anything you want. It could be undead. It could be a lich. It could be, it could be a bunch of orcs. It could be, you know, weird, other weirdness and things like that. That gives them something to go on. Or maybe they find par- a partial map of uh, the dungeon they're in. That'd be a good one. All right, fine. And you go on, you roll, say, kobolds, orcs, and you fight. they fight them, and then they hit the one of the ones you marked. Okay, they're fighting a hobgoblin. Now, hobgoblins is number two to eight. So I quickly put, jot down stats for, say, a D8 of goblins, say, five. Five goblins, and they go. So I'm going to automatically make them a goblins that there's a like there is like a squad of goblins. There's a leader, and then there's the fighters, and maybe the leader is the last one to get killed. But before they do, that you get some information out of them about where they are and why did you attack us? Well, we're supposed to bring you to. Well, we're 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 on orders from this this mage down in the fourth level, or something like that. Or he will not he will not be denied. You you are he will not be denied. Our God will come get you, or something like that. Then you got something to go on. I can make stuff up from there. You should be able to make stuff up from there. So that gives you kind of an idea of what you can do with encounters. Just keep your mind open. Observe, observe, observe. Keep your mind open on that. So you can so you can just keep going with it. Anyway, I I hope that helped. And I got to start my day. So if you want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Dorgio, Wendell, Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, Jason, and John Allen Large. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, the Jung Grognar podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Pinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.